That's kind of why I was going to be there earlier, but my girl told me I had to stop and get fucking potatoes so I can make mashed potatoes for dinner. I'm like, all right, and I'll make dinner. It's usually your job, but okay, whatever. So... <laughs> Yes, I know. I'm, I know. I make fire mashed potatoes that have been handed down from generation to generation. But no, they're they're, they're Italian mashed potatoes. You put red sauce on there. Shout out to all the Italian listeners. I seen some on SoundCloud. We look, you know. I, you know what? Thank you. That's all I'm gonna say. Like when they broadcast the game, nobody's gonna be there. So niggas just gonna be in an empty stadium playing? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like the Baltimore Orioles versus I forgot who they played, but yeah, they played a game like that last year or two years ago where they had no fans. It was pretty weird. Things like that will or something happened, but I mean it's not weird when the Marlins do it every night. Derek Jeter's listening. I know you're listening. I know you're listening, Derek. But look, the Marlins have a bright future. You, you want my honest opinion? I feel like the I feel like before the Marlins are for successful, they will be so, sold out of the state of Florida. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. They'll be sold somewhere. Hell no. Derek Jeter is doing a good job of getting prospects, trading away, you know, money, and and kind of just changing the culture of what the Marlins were. I think that. It's in it's 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 in the midst of that starting rumble, so obviously there's no, you know, solid structure still, but they're setting that foundation as we speak and, and this year is gonna be, you know, you know, another day on that pavement, I guess. And and within, you know, the next three years, like I believe Derek Jeter within the next five to six We'll get this Marlins team mm. to where they, you know, where they can be. That's what I, that's what I'll say. But to where they'll be sold out of the state. Uh, See, like I feel like all of that you just described will happen after they end up getting sold to Hawaii and be called the Honolulu uh, Great Whites. Then they'll start like yeah. just balling. I thought he was being serious. I thought we it's in March. I thought we had some serious baseball talk. I mean, you're gonna meet me halfway. If we're talking baseball, we can talk about the Florida. Oh no, I'm sorry, the Miami Marlins. Come on now. That's true. I'll give you that one. Right. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Why do we even start talking about the Marlins? Oh, because you tried the Marlins, so <laughs> you brought that one for yourself, big fella. Now, I'm telling you, we need to get these these sound effects. We're gonna get these sound effects. Mm-hmm. But this is the All Things Sports Podcast. If you didn't know. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
As always. Yo, Julian, Coach, Justin. Yo. We got the boy James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fox Nation, baby. You all know. How's it going, man? Easy pad. All day, man. Mind you, the boy James. Shout out to James. Running the social media. Facts. Been popping. Been popping. And then... Give some shout outs, give some props. Yeah, shout Lip, to my boy Lip. Boy Lip. To my boy Chris. And yeah. Chris, I met Lip over the FaceTime, so shout outs to him. Chris, shout outs to you. Obviously, James, we appreciate this, man. And, oh, guys. I ain't gonna lie. I was I was at work, I think it was yesterday, and I was just chilling, I was waiting to get off. And me and my me and my coworker we were sitting there, we're on our phones, and then we were just scrolling through our phones. And I was on Instagram, and I was scrolling, and I seen like, what was it? It was like, oh, on this date, and so and so, Michael Jordan dropped sixty one on the Pistons. I was like, I, I was like, is this? I'm like, is this NBA or like Sports Center doing like, oh, you know, on this date, so and so? I'm like, oh no, that's the ATS page. I was like, oh shit, I was like we out here dropping facts. Yeah, we tell these boys that. Uh, and then, and then you know, the funny part was, I knocked on my boy's shoulder. I was like, "Yo, did you know today Michael Jordan dropped sixty-one in the Pistons?" I was like, "That shit was crazy." Facts. I was like, "Yeah, that happened." But uh, yeah, I mean, we got a lot to talk about on this episode. As you can see, it's been a while since we kind of got on this thing. We, we was down for two weeks, and you know, the car broke down. You know, it was, had it had had to change the first, oil and uh, we had to save money. Then we had to, you know, take it to the shop. And then we had to wait at the shop. <laughs> we had to wait for the parts to come in. And so you know how that shit goes. Real life. Anyway. People are probably listening like, you guys actually waited there? No, people in real life are like, damn, their microphones broke. And somebody's laptop <laughs> broke. But, nah, man, it's just real life happens sometimes. But we're glad to be back. Yes, Appreciate sir. patience. And um, we're, we're kind of excited for 2020. We're going to take this kind of... Step up We got some things in the works But we're going to focus on this week Today is March 5th um, and, th- and this year has a lot to bring to us So it's going to be fun um, And we'll look back on times But as of right now We know that the sports world is crazy around this time of year And I think we spoke about this Justin mm-hmm. You brought this up um, And you were just telling me the other day Or yesterday, whatever Um you know, this time of year is crazy. Like NBA playoffs about to start. Baseball is spring training. Um, even you didn't mention it, but hockey playoffs. Hockey playoffs. Um, NFL draft season. NFL draft combine. Uh, free agency. It, it's it's a wild world right now. And free and what? And March cool, Madness around the corner. March Madness. There it goes. It's it's a lot going on right now. So the fact that we're going to be able to pick at all this. That's why you get the break from football and it's like you get the break but you don't get the full break because as we got to talk about today is a combine, right? We're going to talk some combine. We're going to talk some draft probably. And then before you know you're talking free agency. Before you know free agency training camp. Exactly. It, so, it always pops up when you need it. It pops, always pops up at the right the, time. It's not the weekly like, you know, there were 16 games. Yeah, yeah. You got to run down on that. So now to give you time to focus in on basketball a little more obviously when it counts even because at the beginning of the season let's keep it real you know it matters but it ain't it ain't it ain't this ain't sports center right yeah and it's just like we don't need game update highlights by the minute for every game right we need to talk about what matters and that gives us the time now as i mentioned now that the basketball season is in the final stretch i believe there's like 20 games left in the season for most teams mm-hmm. um to, to really gear up and, and see who's going to make these runs to the playoffs, see what's already solidified, see who's not, and who's focused on June. 
Um, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be fun, bro. Baseball, we're going to take a little baseball more serious this year. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> New Philly, Philadelphia Phillies fan. Uh, welcome, welcome to Philadelphia Phillies fan right here. Justin, right? He, he Last year he made this decision. It was Bryce Harper based, and I don't blame him. Uh, there was a lot of money in that contract, a lot of hype, and we seen Bryce Harper's former team win. Mm, that that was this uh, the, this pennant. Uh, but I don't know, James. By the way, was thinking about a baseball team. I don't know if he went in with the Marlins. He's still on the fence. Maybe next week. Uh, maybe yeah, we can maybe we can April, we, yeah we can break that yeah yeah at least I'm, at least. I'm making a decision by next week. Okay. This is a big decision. You like heard that. it here first. Next yeah, week we're coming back. Philly sports teams. I'll be on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are you what are you looking for in a baseball team? Like, how how, how is this decision gonna kind of? Uh, I gotta think. Uh, I'm trying to jump more on the bandwagon side. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's fun. I'm gonna be real nasty with it. I'm, I'm, that's fun. Win next year. That's probably. That's fun. Okay, I mean, you can I, I feel like I feel like a healthy tip, just just off rip. Don't like the Houston Astros. That, that's a good place to start. If you know nothing about baseball, don't like that team. I need to be on a team that's building for the future. Like I can't jump on a team that's like, all right, cool, you guys are. Fool. So the Astros were that team. They could win now, and their future was great, but they cheated. And that's how they won. That's so sad that he so, yeah he actually described the Astros. It's, it's, it's oh, over. it's over, right? Now what we need to focus on. You said bandwagon, so those are contenders. Who's going to win right now? Hey, I think Dodgers. Dodgers is a big one, and they have a future. The Dodgers right now. Yankees a big one. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Yankees are more like hit or miss. First of all, I feel like, we no goddamn Yankees fan. I feel like. Hold on. Oh God, I, I, I stuck in there. Yeah, hold on. We're not endorsing Yankee fandom shit. Around here, we don't do that because you don't even, you know, what I'm saying. First of all, you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan, so that's why. That's why. That's why. That's why I never liked the Marlins. That's fine, but we're not gonna advocate Yankeeism or whatever y'all want to call it, right? So let's talk about real contenders: the the Dodgers, right? Dodgers. You got the Dodgers. Um, Nationals. I I mean, you know what I think is dope? Uh, The Nationals are a good team. The freaking uh, the Oakland A's well, band, the Oakland A's my, train might be my whole team that I was about to say that might be an interesting <laughs> one to get on. Um, or if you no, the St. Louis Cardinals, they're a historic team and they're always competitive. That's yeah. one thing you could say about the Cardinals. The Cardinals have always been competitive, always have had a good um, manager, and mm-hmm. they've always been in it. You know, enough. They've been in it enough. I don't think the Cubs like you don't want to go with the Cubs. Yeah, Cubbies. I, I feel like the Angels is, might be like a. So if you're going with the Angels, that's best player in the league. That's the LeBron. That's the yeah, that's that's LeBron like effect. LeBron yeah. Cleveland. It's like LeBron Cleveland. Mm. Mike Trout. You know Mike Trout? Is that the guy with the cool like long hair? Uh, no, that's Bryce Harper. Oh wait, who's Mike Trout? He like, he got a cool last name. I'm down with this one. Wait, who, 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 he got a lot of money too. Los Angeles Angels. Or excuse me, the Anaheim. Anaheim. What's the colors? Red and gray. And white, red, white, and gray. Red and white. Ah, I don't know, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Period. Hold up, let me see. Angels, good. Oh, if we want our color scheme, what color scheme do you like? Because I'm sure we can find nice. one. No, no, no. Don't get triggered. Oh, right. this isn't too bad. Yeah, it's, it's this one. So 
Okay. All right. And you said they were going to go to the park. You know, I, I actually went out. I seen this park in person. But, but Dodgers jersey goes hard. They got a big new era camp that's like, bro, like, size like three houses. Like, and this Mike Trout guy. And you know, another thing that I need. Mike Trout's head picture. I need a cool picture, too. And it's a California team. I need a cool picture. <laughs> a cool picture? Yeah. I need to be able to grab a picture. Okay. Mm. So, Kershaw might. I mean, no, young and upcoming team, bandwagon, no, pitcher. No, 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 what is he supposed to serious, baby? Look. Oh, he's talking about rotations. If we're talking about rotation, nah, I mean, he wants to see some World Series. You gotta have a good rotation. That's true. The Dodgers got a rotation. The Dodgers got a cool pitcher too. But he wants cool pitchers. But he wanted Tim Lincecum when Tim Lincecum was born. I want to get a pitcher. Walk up. Like, whoop. Well, I mean. Oh, uh, why are we taking this long? I know, like, because a lot of them play on sorry teams, like Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. That's Thor. You feel me? And that boy, throw it. Throw it, throw it. He's Thor. He's Thor. So, but it's the Mets. And you don't want to. Those are. Chud Lady. It is cool to say that you're a Yankees fan. Excuse me? It is cool to say that you're a Yankees fan. Who's that? Who's the Yankees fan? I'm just saying. Who's the Yankees fan? Yankees fans. Yankees fans are cool. Say your boys. You think so? Yeah, certain teams just has a cool stigma saying that you. You think Jay Z's cool? Uh, bro, don't get me started. Cool. I understand. I understand. Sure enough. Now, you think those are all the punks walking around with the fucking Yankee hats? You think they're cool? You think they're cool too? <laughs> they're not cool, bro. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me it's cool to be a Knicks fan still. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump right into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> brother man, brother man. Segway. Spike Lee. Hey, listen. How do y'all feel about Spike getting. You know, denied, tried, betrayed, <laughs> out of the car shit. It's like okay, it's like why? Because let's let's get the story. Yeah, give us, give us the, the what did TMZ say? So <laughs> what happened? Spike said this is Spike word. Spike was on first take. Spike said he's been going. They're gonna think we stole that sound. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, no, James. <laughs> <That's not me. laughs> Tom? <laughs> Tom? Brady? So, Spike Lee, what happened? Spike Lee has been going to the Garden for 28 years. <laughs> for 28 years, he's been buying courtside tickets. And for 28 years, he's been going through the employee entrance that he said, I think is on 33rd. So he said that's where the employee entrance is. Yeah, I, I could, you it could be wrong. Me, no, I just know what Spike said. I, I got photographic memory. Uh, I remember what Spike uh, said. Uh, you talking about you don't know about New York, but you so, said the garden is on 33rd. The entrance to the employees on 33rd. But if somebody said it was the garden, you going to be like, yo, it's on 34th Street. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Justin knows New York. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> but anyways... He used the 33rd Street entrance Should've went to 34th <laughs> Should've just kept going Should've never been a Knicks fan So he gets in there I guess security Says something to the effect of 
Uh, they, they asked him to step out the elevator. Mm. He said, for what? He said they wanted him to go outside mm. and then come back to go out through, I guess, the employee entrance. And they wanted him to go up to 31st to come mm. through, to, to come back in through, I guess, the regular entrance. And he was like, I'm not getting out the elevator. He's like, I'm not going to let you okie-doke me, one. He's like, I'm not going to let you get him with the okie-doke, one. Two, he's like, I know for a sporting event, once I've already come in and checked in and you've scanned my ticket, I can't leave the event and then come back in. So he's like, yeah. So he's like, nah, son. So he's, they're like, all right, so they let him go up to the elevator. And I guess the way he said it is the garden's on the fifth floor, like, the where they have the yeah, game. Yeah, because it's a train station. Like that whole 34th Street, it's a train station under there. It's Madison Square. You know. Okay. It's a lot going on over there. Yeah, so I said you have to take the elevator up to get to the floor where, where the uh, where the game's at. It's on the fifth floor, he said he comes out. Security's there waiting for him to to to. I guess. So, Spike. Yeah. Sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> Go ahead. Fifth floor. You already know where it's at. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Throw like a smoke ball and just oh, Yo, your name's Spike Lee? <laughs> you Spike? Yo, you, you just do the right thing? <laughs> Spike Lee from the fifth. <laughs> Spike Lee from the fifth. You'll be like, I, I don't really know what's going on. It's my first day, but they sent me looking for a dude named Spike. I'm guessing that's you. They want me to tell you that. Yeah. Now, like it ain't me. Spike. Yeah, yeah. He got Spike. Hey, come on, Spike. That ain't me. It's them. It's them. I got. I need what you word. What you think Spike Lee say to uh, get inside the club? Like if they be like, yo, you can't get in. Like, yo, you don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm Spike. Nah, I think niggas could try Spike now. It's like, oh, Spike got dumped at the garden. He ain't coming in my club. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's nigga. Spike. Still calling you Spike out here. We call you Lee. Nigga, <laughs> right? No, I'm just kidding. No disrespect to Spike Lee. That's a legend. The Knicks, the Knicks disrespect him. The Knicks, the Knicks. I think they really went out of their way, and it's not even the Knicks, bro. It's James Dolan, and that's who needs to be singled out in this situation. Um, we were talking about this the other day as well. Like mm-hmm. Charles Oakley was on Golik and Wingo two mornings ago, or yesterday morning, I believe, actually. And he was also on Jalen and Jacoby. So you can elaborate on that when after after I elaborate on the. <clears throat> excuse me, on the Golik and Wingo show mm-hmm. comments. And basically, Charles Oakley brought up the fact that, you know, James Dolan, it's a plantation. He said, quote, unquote, it's a plantation over there. And he's talking about Madison Square and how James Dolan runs, you know, his 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 business, uh, which I believe last night more fans got thrown out of the game for telling, for chanting, sell the team to Dolan. Um, just, they denied the fact that they were kicked out for that. But anyways, back to Oakley. Oakley was like, you know, it's a plantation. He's a control freak. He he wants to, you know, be in charge of everything. And I think the NBA needs to step in and, and do something. And then, you know, Goalie, excuse me, not Goalie, Wingo was, was letting him know, like, I mean, it's his team. Like, he's not going to sell the team. We already know that. Um, and then that's when Oakley was like, yeah, well, 
Adam Silver he needs to do something basically and he, but he was, his response was Donald Sterling didn't sell the team there it goes Donald Sterling didn't sell the team so Golick I mean I keep getting mixed up Wingo at that point was like so you think the NBA is going to step in right like mm-hmm. Why, you know, and he's like, yeah, I think they they can they have to step they can step in for something like this because it's you know detrimental to the NBA at this point. Basically, I want to kind of talk about that. He was basically, he was basically trying to spark an investigation as yeah. if to like kind of sig- yeah, like signal suggest like something's going on over there, or maybe he himself doesn't know and he just wants an investigation done just to see. What what pops up? You think I, I don't know if he necessarily. I mean, he could because he used a strong word like plantation, right? Yeah. And when you describe something like that, that could be like detriment to like employees, right? That could be how James Dolan treats workers. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We're not going to say it's that, but but either way, you could. At the end of the day, the Knicks are a laughing stock of the league for the last decade. And for the last if decade, more. for the last two decades, they've been wingless and you know, they've had their playoff runs, excuse me. <clears throat> they've had their playoff runs. They've been the second worst team in the league. Record wise. For, for more for more of the twenty years yeah. than less. What sort of starting now though? Been uh being a Knicks fan or a what's the cheating team out of Scarf? Being a Knicks fan. Being a Knicks fan. Oh, you really think that? Being a Knicks fan. Yeah, I think Houston will rebound quicker than. Because I think because. And there's still talent. I think yeah. I see. I'd rather watch players hit home runs than be yeah. Talk trash to because even because even so, at the end of the day, one they still have the talent, and I think they'll still have the future, and they'll still win again, and they're likely to win another World Series. Also, the fact that the league didn't put an asterisk or hasn't yet put an asterisk next to their win and hasn't vacated the trophy, hasn't taken the trophy, hasn't taken the rings. Like, men, to people, you'll, they'll mentally have that asterisk there, but for the MLB to not physically do it, and technically they still are the 2017 World Series champions, at least you still technically have that. As a Knicks fan, what do you have, really? I mean, like you just have like aspect, like you just holding on to hope. That's all you're doing. You're just holding on to hope and yeah, grasping on. Like you're waiting for that one day, that one yeah, moment. I'd rather be waiting for that one moment in this aspect rather than sit there and try to count <coughs> 2017 as you know like that. That's tarnished and that should be thrown in the garbage. And I think that the Yankees and I think that the Dodgers deserve like. You know, I mean, to do to do to do a little no, run back, free, free counseling, oh. no run backs, just, just free counseling, because because that hurts. There's nothing you can do about it. But if you're going to be a Houston Astros fan or a player and like defend the trophy, I mean, hey, bro, I guess y'all won. You know what I'm saying? I would rather just not win at all than not than than win the right, the wrong way. And it's like. To be an Astros fan, you know, you're going to get But think about, about being a Knicks fan. Right. Um, this is Steve Stouts, you know. Straight <laughs> face. Yeah, I don't know. The Astros. I, I said the Astros. I'm not, I'm not arguing my case for being a Knicks fan rather than being an Astros fan. But in the aspect of what you were saying, you know, kind of counting, you know, they won two years ago. Eh, I don't want to. I'm not gonna 
I wouldn't defend that if I was an Astros fan. Probably, I probably, you know, like with the Red Sox, the investigation for the Red Sox is actually probably going to come out tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was postponed. It was supposed to come out like last week. <laughs> they pushed it back to the end of this week, and we'll see what's up. I mean, we'll we'll see. How about that? We'll see. Next week we talk about the Red Sox if it comes out, and if from what I'm hearing and from what I see, from what I, you know, my feel on it is that the Red Sox didn't cheat and they didn't, you know, knowledge. Like, I feel like Alex Cora just has the ties, you know what I mean, from there. But I don't think he introduced it like that. And, and we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't. I, I think my guys are good, though. Mookie Betts, if, if you know what I mean, he's kind of in, in mm-hmm. now. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see, like I said. As far as everything else in sports, you know, there's always that crazy thing that happens in a week. Karis LeVert goes off for 37 in the fourth quarter. First Boston, they were down 17 in the fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I literally was out back, and I come inside, and I'm on the computer, and I'm like, yo, what game do I want to watch right now? I was just trying to watch the basketball before I went to sleep. I see it was a blowout. It was like two or three blowouts on. The Suns were playing. I wasn't interested in that. Oh, OKC. That was when OKC was playing the Clippers. And then I see Boston and the Nets blow out. I'm like, damn. Like, I ain't even going to watch basketball. So I didn't watch no basketball. And then I see in the morning that Boston wins in overtime. You know what the sad part is? I was actually watching the game. And I, like, I watched it become a blowout. And then, like, fourth quarter came, I'm like, nah, like, there's something else on. Like, I can 51 fuck. points. Yeah. 51 points. That's including overtime. So, yeah, it, so he going into the fourth quarter, he had 14, and then yes. including the fourth and overtime, he dropped 37. That's crazy. To end the, okay. to end the night with 51. That's, That's crazy. crazy. So, 51 points for him to win over Boston helped the Miami Heat that night. Uh, but as far as the Miami Heat, they've had a good week, you know, pretty decent. We had a we had a bad ten game span week and a yeah. week, week and a half, two weeks, right, right, ten game span, you can say. Um, we played Brooklyn on Friday night on the road, I believe. We was, or we was at home. Mm, no, we was at home. I think we was at home, right? Against Brooklyn? Yeah, no, I think it was on the road. Yeah, I think. Okay, we played Brooklyn on the road. Came back and played Dallas at home. Luca's 21st birthday Went out Party Had that Miami flu mm-hmm. Ron Dragic was lit I think And then we we Topped it off I believe With the Milwaukee win So it was like Capped the three game win streak We were just with this You know Bad Juju In the last ten games Like you mentioned yeah, I think we're like I think we're like Three and seven in that span Kelly Olenek one Has been playing very good For Miami Heat He's fit Yeah he's fitting more Into the rotation He's kind of like a, He's, so he's taking advantage yeah. of the fact that he's getting the time because Myers Leonard is missing, mm-hmm. and he's being efficient. He's shooting the ball efficiently, and he's playing better defense than we've seen Kelly Olynyk play in past times. And even with this season, he was out of the rotation this year earlier in the year. He was like, "All right, Kelly, you will save you for a bag of chips to some." But uh, he's kind of just found a groove again. He has the opportunity, and I think that's the type of player Kelly is. The more he plays. You know, the, the more comfortable he gets, he gets yeah, and yeah, he finds finds the where his spot is. Like hopping the game and yeah, you up off the bench. He was good in Boston, right? I don't right. know. Like he, he's a good piece coming off, the and bench. he's been good in Miami. Like he's had some good mm-hmm. seasons in Miami, uh, but 
he's just not a great, consistent player, you know. And it's not like Kelly Olynyk. You know what he is. He's going to shoot it. He's going to. He's crafty, and he can pass it. Um, he's athletic, not like super athletic, but he's you know uh, enough to to make you nervous a little bit. He's, he's kind of like you know? what he's kind of like what UD used to be a little bit. Mm, no, nah, he's shooting that three. Kelly letting out all straight up. Um, but yeah, and then we go play Orlando in this Sunshine State rivalry game that we have every single year with Orlando that comes down to They always annoy me. Oh my Terrence God. Terrence Ross goes like playoff mode Clay Thompson on us. Drop like 35. 35. He had no assists, no rebounds. No steals <laughs> and no something else, yeah. Yo. Like out of the five stats, he, like, he had zero and everything and only had he, 30, he 35 points. killing that second half, too. First, have you killed any? I hate I hate stats like that. But Duncan. I mean, nah, me too. But Duncan. There go James' face. James is a big duck. So, as we introduce James, we'll introduce him the right way. Uh, <clears throat> proud hater of Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, if you ever listen, if you ever come across, you know the All Things Sports Podcast got mad love for you. You know you the, you know, soon to be best three-point shooter in Miami Heat history. We know this. It's coming. If they, you know, put that checkbook on them. Let them keep coming off the screens. Them, them screen assists from Bam. You know, eight, eight threes in a game, six threes in a game, four threes in the first quarter. Nine threes in a game. Nine threes in a game. 235 threes in this Second year in the league in one season. Ten threes in a game. Ten threes in a game. Jeez. Save some for next year. <laughs> you ain't gonna get 14, <laughs> bro. Save some do- What are you year. doing? Chill out. So he, he goes off and Spo unleashed him, right? In the last one, two, three, four, four games, man, he shot. And we still got Tyler Hero. 20 for 47. Right? Duncan Robertson is top three in the league in attempts. He's top three in the league in makes, I believe. And he's also top three in the league in uh, top five in the league in um, percentage. Percentage, yeah. That would go with the makes, obviously. But, yeah, so uh, we got to give it up to him. That's a shout-out, too. And then uh, who else we shouting out today? Y'all got any shout-outs? Because I shouted out Karis LeVert. Justin just shouted out the boy D-Rob. Hey, James, this is your shout-out. Um, one more shout-out while you think of yours. Uh, Roberto Luongo is getting his jersey retired by the Panthers. So, y'all know. Yeah. So, we got to shout that out. Um, shout-out Zion. 20 points, 15, 20-point game out of 17 games. Shout-out Luka Doncic. Oh, my God. The walking triple-double. What do you have, 37, 17, and 10? Oh my goodness! Hey, these are the shoutouts right here. Yo, that out. dude is special. You know we got a shoutout. Who are we shouting out? CBS or Tony Romo? Oh, I swear he <laughs> stole my fucking shoutout. <laughs> okay, right there. Hey, who's hey neither. We shouting out the contract. <laughs> who's who getting that? Who getting that shoutout? So we, we might have to hit up TMZ and tell them we might have to take that. <laughs> Right, like we just need that. Yo, let me just because they, they gonna listen. Regardless, <laughs> 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 y'all want for that? Y'all can find something else. Um, mind you, real quick side note: Peyton Manning, ESPN has their eyes on him. They're really trying to get him at the twenty million dollar mark. They wow. want to pair him up with 
Sunday Night Football's Al Michaels on ESPN's Ooh. Monday Night Football. That's what their dream is right now. Oh, pay for Monday Night? Pay in and Al Michaels for Monday Night. Wait, Al, from no, Night doesn't Al, no, Al Michaels does Sunday Night. Yeah. With, with, yeah, but it's all about the money, right? Wait, so they want him to do Sunday and Monday Night? No, they want him to do Monday Night. No, I'm talking about Not Al Sunday Michaels. Night. I'm talking about Al Michaels. Not Sunday Night. You can't do both. So wait, they're going to take Al Michaels off of Sunday night they and put him on Monday night? They want to have Al Michaels join them with Peyton Manning. On ESPN. At $20 million a year. Uh, on for Peyton Manning. So imagine what they pay. That's what I'm saying, but Al Michaels is with NBC, no? I understand. Now ESPN wants this to That's what I'm saying, so they want him out of his contract. They want to take Al Michaels, right. have him for Monday night with right. Peyton Manning. Right. Wow, okay. Right. Right. Hmm, it's probably not going to happen, but... <laughs> I can imagine, yo, Al Michaels and the NBC <laughs> money, yo. Shut yo, up. yo that, <laughs> Al Michaels man. NBC money has to be like limited edition. Like, Listen, shout out Inter Miami. We finally got a soccer team. MLS shout out, shout team, out, shout so out, shout out, David Beckham for bringing that down to you. I was listening, right? I was listening. I was talking to. I was talking. Jeez, I was on the way to work. And I'm listening to uh, Shout out 790 the ticket I listen to them all the time Brandon Tobin and Leroy in the morning And, and Robbie But They was talking They was interviewing the mayor for Miami And They were saying that You know This park that they're gonna do in Miami For Inter Miami Is gonna be like an eight, Like a 60 acre Sportsplex Wow And it's gonna have Soccer courts Soccer fields uh, Like mad soccer fields It's gonna have a park For your family Walking trails This that and third And the stadium And that same 60 acres So it's like Wow it's It's a golf course right now And they're like Literally Just making it Into this park So Obviously there's a lot of golfers A park with a stadium In the middle That's Exactly that, well, that is Damn I can't even like Imagine or think of that That so, just sounds you know, so crazy Fort Lauderdale right now They did a good job Of getting it up Getting it done quick They got their debut I think coming up On the 14th If I'm not mistaken uh, Versus David Beckham's Old squad LA Galaxy Who they just lost to um, They're gonna come here And It should be cool It should be a cool Inaugural event I'm gonna be happy to See the You know Turnout of that Because there's a lot of fans First of all For this Inter Miami team I feel like this Inter Miami team Is gonna be able to bring Superstars from across the world To Miami Way more revenue Way more jobs For the neighborhood Blah 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 And I think it's just dope Like we're gonna see The start of Inter Miami bro And wherever in 15 years 10 years Like They could be like This, this could take off You know what I'm saying Or it could flop You know what I'm saying So that's going to be interesting To kind of just pay attention to As time goes Like we do And um, My last shout out Goes to A-Rod Because Alex Rodriguez Who When he was acting like an ass And, and, and just Blatantly lying to the world About using steroids About not using steroids When everybody knows and You don't just hit home runs like that Like that bro It don't It don't You know So He started you know Denying, denying, denying. We all know how A-Rod went through that. Um, and then he also played for the Yankees. So there was that hate factor because now you're cheating and you're lying about it. Sounds like 2020. But, this uh, Boston Red Sox ram is brought to you uh, by. Right. And he also, uh, ATS Jr., he also, um, 
he also was, you know, getting getting a lot of hate from the MLB, right? For lying. I've never used steroids in my life. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Um, so now A Rod's. Nah, but A Rod's A Rod's been A Rod's got off that right now. He's a face of baseball on ESPN. He does Sunday night, right? Oh, you hear the highlight. Oh, and that's A Rod. Right, J Lo's husband. Right, so shout out to him. Right, because he made it. He made he, he went on ESPN and he kind of opened his book, which has already been open. Uh, but he kind of went back and reflected on the fact that when he was in a position like this, you know, the, the reason that the fans are as upset as they are around the league is because the Astros didn't show any. They haven't shown any remorse. Right, and it's like they haven't been acting. Like, yeah, we were wrong or super wrong for it. They haven't owned up to it truly. They've been in a little denial mode. Like, mm-hmm. man. So he's like, listen, I did this and, and I had to, I was acting silly. You know what I mean? Like denying and all that. And, and I had to come to a, a realness with myself and, and come clean and, and, you know, take what came with that. He said he probably missed out on over $35 million and he said he deserved it. He also said he started, you know, acting contrite when he got back. He, he started uh, wanting to just plan all his moves and, and just move smarter. So shout out to A-Rod because, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where if somebody who been through this and cheated is like, damn, I see why people still hating on you. It's because, you know, you, you're taking it to that extent. And I think that the Astros have taken it to the extent where ownership, you know, AJ Hinch, you know, he's yeah. not even the manager anymore. He's getting interviewed and he's still denying stuff. You know, Altuve has been a little more quiet, but he did his little conference. Bregman doesn't care. Correa is trying to defend Altuve. I don't know, bro. Astros, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be straight. Don't worry about it. But for now, y'all gonna be getting hit a lot. Y'all gonna be getting booed a lot. I want to see how they how they play on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be a lot of mental. Oh, I can't games. wait. Hey, first game in the Yankee Stadium. I'm gonna watch that. I, I don't. I, I, there could be very much a lot of disrespect from Yankee Stadium to Yankee fans. This is why I don't. Uh, you know, or or the them in a Dodger Stadium Sox, too. I ain't a lot of Red Sox fans. Got some some rules. They got some rules, man. But, um, hey, listen, y'all want to y'all want to talk about the combine, or y'all want to get into some listeners' questions and topics. I feel like we could do both. We could do the combine real quick. This, I like a who stood out for you. Like basically, the question would be before, like before the combine, uh, were you like really like like looking out for this player, and then like did he like surprise you? I guess coming out of it or somebody you weren't really looking at like that, but just kind of jumped out to you. Yeah. So there was actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Um, mm-hmm. This is a guy that I've liked in college, and I think he's going to have a, a good... He might have a successful long career, but he's going to have a solid career. Jonathan Taylor out of uh, mm. Wisconsin, he's a three-year, you know, high-volume high running back. He's not a catching running back. He's hitting the hole. He's, he's got vision. He's got, <clears throat> he's got feet work. Um, and his combine measurables, he's 5'10", 226, right? Um, he runs. He ran a 4.39. Now, his speed was a question. And, he, oh, Jonathan Taylor's not the fastest back. Jonathan Taylor's, you know, like a Monty Ball. He's, he's overrun mileage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
That's impressive. And I think he ran that twice. Uh, 17 reps on the bench, 36 vertical. Uh, and I don't really care for for those other stupid stuff. But what I know about Jonathan Taylor is that he's a he's a mature guy. He's a good character guy. He does not fumble. Right. He has great vision, as I mentioned. And he also is one of those running backs that want the touches. Right. He doesn't. He's not going to defer at any moment. I think Jonathan Taylor's like, let the ball be put in my hands, right, as opposed to anybody else. I'll try to make the play. Um, and then I guess some cons that I can see, you know, as, as a Jonathan Taylor career goes is like, you know, at Wisconsin, he has a great offensive line every year, right? Wisconsin's offensive line produces NFL talent like in Iowa. Mm-hmm. That, that's that Big Ten um, and then it goes to his lots of mileage, you know, uh, which is why I don't know if he'll have the longest career. But I think when he does play, he's good enough to have the talent to be able to shine. And, um, you know, he's not a receiving back. So he's either going to have to learn that because in this NFL, it really helps if you can be dual threat. But he's very good at hitting that hole and getting upfield. So I don't know if he can make it up with that. In my opinion, I have the same opinion about him as I did as Christian McCaffrey coming out. Jonathan Taylor? I do. Wow. I do. How? He, he was just, he has like that special, just like he just knows how to run the ball. He just has a knack for running the ball. He's a, right. He knows how to hit the holes. He gets a field during the game. He just goes within the flow of the game. Everything's just so natural to him. His vision is excellent. Um, he has had breakaway speed. He just he just looks like he was born to play the position. So here's the and I feel like it'll translate. That's crazy. I mean, he ran for two thousand yards this year, twenty one hundred last year, and nineteen hundred in his freshman year. He scored twenty one touchdowns this past year, sixteen his sophomore year, and thirteen his freshman year. That breakaway speed you talk about. His longest touchdown was an 88-yarder in sophomore year. Then he had a 72-yarder senior in his junior year and a 75-yarder as his longest in his freshman year. Like, I see what you're saying. You know how many fumbles he lost? Zero. You know how many fumbles he's had? Zero. Um, Five receiving touchdowns all came this year. His lowest average of yards per carry, 6.3 this year. 6.6 his freshman year and 7.1 sophomore year. That's impressive. And like I said, he does have that offensive line behind behind him. And Wisconsin's not, you know, the best throwing team. So they're going to give him the touches, bro. He had 320 touches this year, 307 last year, 299. You know what I mean? Those are, he, he could be a workhorse. a lot of touches. He, he, he could be, be a workhorse. Work he could be a dead meat. So, I mean, I, I I can see the Dolphins drafting him with that third pick in the first round. Or even, I don't know what they're going to do. No, we do need a running back. We, do, we do need a running back. Real quick, since we're talking about the second pick of the Dolphins' first round. Mm-hmm. That was weird. But now they're saying Jordan Love. Jordan Love, are they going to consider him? Because they're not considering him a top five quarterback, but they're saying if he's there at... What do you have, 18, 16? We have, we have 5, 18, 23. If he's at 18, but I don't think he's going to be There's no way we're not getting to him. It's just not happening. It's, it's not happening. There's, there's just no, no way. way 
I don't know that there's no way because. Plus, knowing my no, I mean, plus I knowing the Dolphins, no, if they wouldn't take Jordan Love, they would take Justin Herbert. Knowing the Dolphins. What about uh, what about Hurts? Fourth round pick. Yeah, Jalen. Yeah, Jaylen, yeah, yeah, hurt, yeah. Somebody could take a chance on him. That's what that's what it is. That's what that's what it is. That's what it is. Because he's he's very he's very college football just as like these days. Yeah, like he's very college football as like he has that feel. Like he like nothing he does is. I feel like he's hyper on these quarterbacks, and he had a good a good combine. Jalen Hurts, he'll probably have a really good pro day, and he's not playing any other position, so they're gonna look at him as a quarterback, and. I don't know. Like, I feel like there could be a team that just falls into that. Trap. Like, he could be a Teddy Bridgewater type. Like, I, I, I feel like. Respectable. I, like, he can either, you know, or I think he can do something. I don't think he's the worst quarterback, but it'll take developing. He's definitely not, you know, he's a red shirt. Like, like for him, like, for, now, yeah. for him, everything would have to line up. Like, for him, yeah, everything would have to line up for him. Like, like down to the team, system, coach, staff. Like, everything would have to line up for him for him to just hit on all cylinders. I mean, don't get it twisted. Like, he played at Alabama. And he I feel like. He had good years. Um, and then he had a Heisman-type season at Oklahoma playing for Lincoln Riley. But that goes down to, I mean, two-storied coaches. I mean, one of the best coaches ever. And, and, and I feel like that. And I feel like that's what might get him drafted in the third round for the simple fact of Baker Mayfield. He didn't do so good last year, but we've seen him his first year under a Lincoln Riley office coming from a Texas Tech. You have a Kyler Murray who also got drafted first overall. I think it was the first time in school in any school's history of having two back to back. Uh, number one picks at the same position at the quarterback position, so he takes the Kyler Murray and makes him into one of the most dynamic uh, players we've seen in college football. Then you bring in a Jalen Hurts who, coming off of losing his job and rightfully so to a tongue of Iloa, just a better overall quarterback, but still respected, still a winning quarterback, goes into a Lincoln Riley offense, which we've seen two previous first round and Heisman winning quarterbacks come out of that system. So I think he, if anything, should think Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray for him getting drafted in the third round, possibly second round, because I feel like they're going to look at that and be like, we could hit on the next that. Like, it, it, like the, the productivity and the room for potential is there based off what we've seen from come out of Oklahoma. Right. It's, it's either so Jalen Hurts is interesting. Jalen Hurts is very interesting. Are going to take that big jump at him, like going second round, or like probably fourth, late fourth, fifth? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't when think so. Like, when was the last time we had like? I feel like we don't see this a lot in college football. When was the last time we had something like Zion, like like something like the hype of Zion? Yeah. No, I'm talking about no, college, football. college football. Oh, my bad. Uh, Zion? <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. It's different in college football because for the simple fact of, one, you have players on an offense that affect the game in a different way. You have players on defense that affect the game in a different way. You also have more players on the field at a given time, 22. You have 53-man rosters. Yeah, there's always that when it comes, player because I think a Reggie Bush can compare to – to Zion, not, not Zion level. Not like, like it's, it's just different. Let's let's take a step back. Social media has created this Zion level hype, right? Mm-hmm. Because if Reggie Bush had Instagram, like if we had Instagram when Reggie Bush was doing this at USC, 
let's be real. Yeah. Zion Williamson, all over, all over. Reggie Bush was doing what Zion Williamson do, did in high school basketball, in mm-hmm. college football. Because Zion Williamson, like Reggie Bush was a better. I'm not even gonna go there because. Whatever. Like, I mean, what I'm saying. You, you, Social media brought a lot of this. Right. Zion. That's why we're saying Zion hype because LeBron, you know, like it would have been insane. But but for college football, but it's I think different. I think in the last few years, you know, especially the social media era would be yeah. It was social media. Johnny Manziel was like, probably Tebow. Would be awesome. Hmm hmm hmm. I was thinking too. I'm glad you said that because I, I was just about to say it. Yeah, but no, 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 no. You cannot say that because he had. No, Tebow no, different. Yeah, he Tebow no, was no, different. No, no. You're not picking Tebow first Tebow. pick. Yeah, but you're not picking Tebow top five. Like that wasn't the top I, five. Like I'm no. trash then. I'm picking Tebow. No, no, hey, hey. Out of respect for Tebow, he specifically said college. He didn't say nothing about the pros. He said college. He said. Zion hype right, coming right, so, out of college, yeah, yeah. right? He did not have Zion hype coming out of college because nobody was gonna pick his ass in the top ten. Damn. Oh, who's the last one who had Zion? Oh, coming out of college or right, in yeah, college? Yeah, no, no, coming out of college. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, he okay, saying in saying. college. No, 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 no. I thought Tim Tebow would have been. But oh, it would be the same thing. As no, that same person. No, because Tim Tebow in college, I would take him every day on my team. But if you tell me to draft him, but yeah, like waiting. Yeah, nobody was waiting for Tim Tebow to come out. I mean, he went twenty fifth. Nobody, nobody knew or actually believed he could actually be a quarterback in the NFL. Which they but yeah, well, yeah, which they are correct. But if you're talking about like. He said, "If you're talking about if, if on my like on my Florida team right now, if Tim Tebow was on my Florida Gators team right now, oh, I'd be super lit. Anybody would be happy with having Tim Tebow on their college team. What Tim Tebow in college? But Johnny Manziel, I would say Johnny Manziel is is, is but close, coming but, out. Johnny Manziel, well, man, see, no, they weren't projecting him like top ten either. I feel like that's the same thing. Coming out and and because like you have to be a top five projected pick if you go compare to Zion." Like Zion's undisputed number one pick. Yeah, Zion was like, undisputed. Can I, can I have the yeah. zero pick of the draft, please? Because somebody might take him. Before. You gotta be Mike Vick, coming out of college, basically. No, but no, Mike but, top, top but top no, top but you have to think of like, okay, like no matter who has that number one pick, you know, for yeah, like that player is. Good. I feel like Andrew Luck. That, Dude, he had to suck. Okay. He had to suck for luck. That, 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 I kind of feel like Andrew Luck was like, coming it out. Also, it also no, but, but no, but no they it. called him the next Peyton Manning, though. Yeah. They said like, like since John Elway has there not been such like a sure like or not even John. Elway. No, they compared him to you Peyton know, Manning. I feel like Jadavian Clowney. Had they a compared lot him to Peyton Manning. But it's hard to project. Jadavian Clowney had a, a lot. But of he wasn't for sure number one because they thought maybe they would take Johnny Manziel number one. Right. Football is harder to project anyway. For sure. Yeah, like it's very says, hard. Yeah, 11 on 11, so. I mean, to be honest, it could be uh, my, my, my boy. I'm going to predict it right coming out of, uh, Coming out of LSU, my guy who we're not going to get. Big, 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 big Burrow, boy. Bro, because everybody knows, no matter, bro, Burrow would go number one no matter, uh, like. Oh, you right, bro. It could be Joe Burrow, bro. It like, could just be Joe bro, Burrow. Bro, like, I feel like, I mean, I'm, I, Burrow, I'm obviously over-exaggerating, but I honestly feel like if the Kansas City Chiefs had the first overall pick, like, they'd take Joe Burrow. Like, it's like, why not? Yeah. Now, they would take Chase Young, but still, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> but everybody else would take Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't you? Oh, man. Let's, let's get into some combine 
from justice perspectives. How about that? Who you, who who you, who you want to zone in? So. I'm going to do honorable mention because this is a dude that I kind of, like, I'm not kind of, obviously I knew about going in, um, wasn't really paying much attention to him, just kind of, you know, knew obviously about him and of him. But after his, seeing him at the combine, and not just see him, his performance, but the way he handled himself in the media, answered questions, Jeff Okuda really caught my attention, really caught my eye. I'm like, this dude is, like, going to be the next number one corner in the league. Like, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind. Like, he's going to be the next, like, Grievous, I feel like. I mean, he, and he, like, he seems like he's super intelligent, obviously. I mean, his, even his combine, he ran a 4-4-8. Four, four, uh, he had, a, I mean, 11 reps isn't really anything, but his vertical was 41. His broad was 135. Um, I mean, dude was just, dude was a specimen out there, but... As far as what, obviously, as a Dolphins fan, is what I'm really looking for as far as combine and, like, and like a position we need and somebody that stood out for who could really fit what we got, Henry Ruggs. Now, a lot of people, obviously, and deservingly so, talking about CeeDee Lamb, who will probably be the first receiver off the board. Hey, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's going to be probably most likely the second receiver off the board. But that third, I mean, I know we were definitely looking at uh, Justin Jefferson, which I wouldn't be mad at. I liked what he did at LSU. Um, big fan. But after seeing Henry Ruggs, and it's not like he didn't ball out of Alabama. It was just, you know, they obviously, you know, Jerry Judy was the one and he was the two. The fact that we saw Henry Ruggs almost beat Sean Ross's record and we were like, oh, he didn't get it. Yeah. Bro, we're talking about 4-2-2. And he ran a four two seven. Yeah. Wow. Like that's funny. Like it's just funny. You you you're sitting there comparing him to the fastest ever, and he's literally the second fastest ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, he didn't get it. Like, is what is he slow? Like, bro, what are we looking at? Yeah, yeah. That's a four two. <laughs> that's a four two. So, I mean, it, it's it's crazy. And he can catch the ball, um, and he's a pretty decent route runner. So. Yeah, I think Henry Ruggs is going to be uh, I mean, he's the Paris Campbell. He's the McCole Hardman, you know, of the draft. He's the Tyreek Hill of the draft. Shout out Stephen Curry, by the way. Stephen Curry's back to He reminds me of Calvin Ridley a little bit. He's, he's just way quicker than Calvin Ridley. Oh, for sure. But, yeah, Calvin Ridley. But Calvin Ridley really was a better kind of, was an underrated route runner. For sure. Yeah, Calvin really has that slant down. Mm-hmm. Look at Steph Curry go. By the way, Toronto's playing Golden State tonight. Like I said, Steph Curry's back, and he's throwing alley oops just like that. Who is that? That's um, Marquise Christian. Shout out Steph Curry. Respect to Steph Curry, one of the greatest, if not the greatest shooter all Shout time. Shout out to everybody that plays defense on Kyle Lowry and doesn't actually foul him, what they call foul. Him. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to you. <laughs> you the real MVP. Straight up. Oh, and everybody that uh, – Sees Dane come across the half court mm-hmm. line and think like, yo, he not gonna shoot that mm-hmm. shit. And then yeah, shoot that shit. And there's nothing that you could do. Shout out to Paul George. Because Paul George got that splash last year. Shout out to Damian Lee for dating Steph Curry, sister, and being involved in that family. <laughs> Financial <laughs> <What>? ties. <laughs> Financial ties. Curry family forever. Teammates, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, your sister. We're in this thing together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Seth Curry's like, yeah, I got three rings. 
Oh man, look at Kyle Lowry pump faking a wide open threes and trying to draw a foul. He pump faked a wide open three and gave it to Ibaka, who was like a step and a half behind him at the two. Yeah, put Kyle Lowry down. Top point. Hold on, Justin has to stop choking right now because the question you asked very potent right there. Say that again, please. Kyle Lowry, top point guards right now. Will he top ten? No, I'll give you ten point guards better than Kyle Lowry. Damn. I'll start right now. I'll go Damon Lillard, Chris Paul. All right, the top five is, 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 is already is, you can't. Look, you you can't said top ten. All right, I was expecting you to go down with that. Oh no, for sure. Like the top six is something. Like. <laughs> no, we're just proving that we can name ten point guards yeah, better yeah, than Kyle Lowry. Right, that's that's we. Give me the sixty ten. Oh, you stopped me. I mean, excuse me. I, was I can't wrong. argue the five. What if they, Sorry, no, Kyle Lowry. I'll start again. The I'll start again. David Lillard, CP3, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, we got Steph Curry. Well, he's not playing, but we're not going to do that right now. Nah. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Chill out. Chill out. Um, you know, you need some help. I could, I mean. I, Luca. Luca yeah, played point. Play point. Luca played point. Ben Simmons played a point. Ben, ben Simmons does play a point. I put him, I'll put Ben Simmons over Kyle Lowry. I, I'm just thinking about Kemba Walker. Give me a second. <laughs> I'll take Kemba Walker over Kyle Lowry. Would you? Oh yeah, I'm taking Kemba Walker over Kyle Lowry any day of the week. I think he's top ten right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn, I'm trying to pick a teams too. Let's go ahead and give it to him, brother. Hold on, bro. John Wall. No, no, you can't. We can't. You can't. We got John Wall. Are you gonna put Eric Bledsoe over there? No. <gasps> Damn, I'm trying to see my push. Is John Moran? Push I'll take John Moran. I'll take John Moran over Kyle Lowry for sure. How, how many we had right now? Six, seven. Yeah, I got to put John over there, too. Seven. I feel like you're only doing this because his game is so, like, nasty. I just still want <laughs> I still want to at least give him the due diligence of thinking about auto point guards. He like, struggled. He struggled. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Yes, sir? Yes. Ice, Trey Young. Ice, Trey. Oh, Trey. Ice, Trey. Ice, Trey. Trey. Facts. See, it's starting to click. Just gonna go ahead and give it a call. No. No, Kyle's not getting 10 um, We just can't think of the 10th right now I'm trying to think of the team Somebody's going to be screaming at his microphone Like, right <laughs> Toronto <laughs> uh, Nah, we're not missing nobody like that like, Go ahead and give it to Wait, oh no, oh. Donovan don't play point Mike Conley play point He's exactly 10 I was thinking about Oh, my bad, bro I just almost Yank your ears off. <laughs> the whole episode off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yo, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm trying to think of teams. Like, I'm stuck sticking thinking of teams. Just give it to NBA me. teams. We're going to do this right now. Here are the standings for the NBA for the current season. Oh, no, I got this man. I feel like I'm about to say some blessings. Oh, no. Uh-uh, not yet. This, He's ten. You didn't know this is the the Miami Heat podcast, the Kendrick Nunn podcast. <laughs> Facts. The Goran Dragic podcast. No, 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 no. God forbid this is fucking Robinson. If he was a point guard, he would be better. We might be able to accommodate him at the ten. Just go ahead. He's he's a weird person. For here. real? Most oh, most Kyrie. No, well, no, Kyrie's not. He played game. twenty games this year. No, bro, he played twenty games this year. You're not going to tell me in twenty games, Kyrie ever fit. But we still know Kyrie is better though. We also know that John Wall is possibly better. Than but we still know Kyrie is better though. All right, fine. Possibly. We haven't seen him play in two years. All right, man. We'll just give Kyle Lowry top ten. Whatever. 
Um, I was tired of talking about point guards anyway, so I don't really care. Sorry for that little audio discrepancy right there. Let me get your mic volume. Where, where are we at? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm always chilling. I wanted to get into, um, before we get off of this episode, I think it's time for the listeners' topics, no? Right? Um, good, good way to end the show. A couple questions. Let's go with your questions first, since you have questions regarding kind of current event. And then we'll go into um, one of the topics about general admission seating at... Uh, Sporting events. Right, so one's from a boy Marlon. Shout out Marlon. Yo. Um, he says he's gonna pull up on us one day, so you know you're always welcome. It's been a while. Been a while, so you overdue. But um, he basically asked with the Lakers picking up Dion Waiters if it should not make them a favorite over the Clippers. Um, I don't think that Dion Waiters is like the piece that moves the mountain. Uh, I think that he's a he's a good pickup. I wouldn't say great pickup. I wouldn't wouldn't call it anything, but I would say it's positive. I would say it's good. Um, I think that Dion Waiters, you know, has shown enough in his career that he can be, uh, you know, a, a scorer, not a go-to scorer, but he can come off and score, you know, buckets. He can just come in and score. He's a natural scorer. So when you're adding that to you know the the, the depth that the Lakers are kind of short at as far mm-hmm. as you know just that other scorer obviously they don't have that Lou Williams anymore they don't have you know uh, anybody coming off the bench and just being that guy right they work as a team off the bench which they do a good job of and they have a good defense as well but they need somebody to be able to take that ball and, and take it to the rim you know drive and kick be able to just pull up off a jump shot and even play with LeBron. I think he can play, you know, pretty good with LeBron. I think Deion Waiters is talented enough, and really, to me, it's going to be a. Well, remember they were they were on the same team together in Cleveland. Until LeBron came off. I mean, off. yeah, I mean, nobody knows exactly how that relationship worked, but. <laughs> but, no, but, but but what I'm saying is like, I think that mentally, it's going to be the biggest challenge for him because one, he's going to go from Miami and and. You know the issues he ran into down here, right? Um, to LA, right? yeah. Like, fair enough. That's that's a lot, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're asking somebody, you're not saying, "Yo, go chill out." You know, go. You're being like, "Yo, you're gonna go compete for a championship." You was just wilding out. Now you're like a whole 180. It's funny. I've been seeing this thing on Twitter where it's like people be like, "Oh, my life did a 360," and it's like, "Yo, what do you see?" It's not good, bro. <laughs> so, you feel me? Deion Waiter's season and, and the last four or five months have done a 180, and now he's on this path to greatness, possibly. And he's the type of player that we could see him play in the finals and, like, break records in the finals. Yeah. Like, have that game, and it's like, yo, Deion Waiters? Um, I could see that. And, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that that is going to be the case. And to get back to the actual question, you know, I don't think that he puts them over the Clippers. You know, he's not that piece. I think that if they're going to beat the Clippers, it's going to be the LeBron and AD, you know, dominant show all all series because the Clippers have the depth to be able to say, Paul George, Kawhi, sit on the bench for five minutes and we'll let the, the, the bench come in or one of you guys work and with the bench and they have a deeper bench than the Lakers do. Um, Adding Deion Waiters obviously helps the Lakers, but 
if you're really telling me when it comes down to crunch time and when it comes down to, you know, tough situations, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say Dion Waiters is that, you know, factor that moves at all. So right. I just think it's a really good pickup. And I think he can obviously help them with the scoring. But there's going to be that mesh period where it has to look bad for a little bit, maybe. Um, you know, this is a Rich Paul deal. So... I think OTF. I think for me, uh, I don't like. I said I like the pickup. I don't necessarily see it as them being a favorite. See, my whole thing has always been well. First of all, they just like one half of like the one need that they wanted. They wanted somebody who can handle the ball and who could score and create their own shot. I think they got one side of that. I think they got the scorer. The, can create his own shot, get his own shot. Because yeah. we have seen that from Dion. Dion can't be that. We saw that um, this year versus Clippers. Yeah, I mean, he can obviously be aggressive. So I think you're getting it in that aspect. But I think I wouldn't put them as favorite over the Clippers for the simple aspect of Kawhi winning the finals. Kawhi, we've seen him go up against LeBron. Kawhi's gotten the better matchup. Uh, they still have better depth, better. Um, I guess team chemistry well as far as playing wise and I think the thing with the Lakers is it's going to come down to Anthony Davis like obviously LeBron is a given LeBron has to play like LeBron I think I think it's a given LeBron will but to have them as favorite of the Clippers is going to come down to can Anthony Davis can just take over the game that's really what it comes down to I mean, I think he can. We saw, you know, what was it, last night or two nights ago? Against Philly. Just and, and, and that's what it's going to have to be. I mean, granted, he's going against Al Horford all night. So. But it's going to be tougher when he has to play, you know, a Kawhi. Um, but that's the thing. If, if LeBron can take... Kawhi. I mean, what are you going to do? I guess put Paul George. No, no. Put Paul George on LeBron and you try to let Kawhi disrupt AD as much as possible. That's me. I mean, but and but I think LeBron would would take Paul George. I'm not saying easily, but I'd say definitely he'd be definitely I mean, favored think, to take Paul George. I mean, I think in the Western Conference Finals, LeBron is gonna stop himself. I don't think that Kawhi is gonna be that guy to kind of, you know, I, I don't I don't know, bro. I think playoff LeBron is different. We've missed it. We we saw no playoff LeBron last year. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna fuel this year. And, you know, as much as Kawhi is a great defender and Paul George as well, you know, AD is a great defender in himself. And, you know, so that matchup with whoever you put on AD and also, you know, AD taking care of his matchup, it's just going to be AD's, like, you know, play deep in the playoffs. If these two meet in the Western Conference Finals, it's, you know, can AD be that guy at this point in the season? You know, Kawhi went to the finals and took off the Warriors last year. It's going to be a hype around that. Um, I mean, AD can be unguardable. It's not like he can't run the floor. It's not like he can't play the perimeter. It's not like he can't, you know, his handles for a guy his size are, are, are decent. They're not bad. They're not great, but they're decent. He can handle the ball. He can create his own shot. He's gotten better from the three-point range. I mean, and he's a rim protector. It's like there's nothing really AD can't do. And the way he matches up with 
because uh, he's going to have matchups with Montrose Harrell. And I think he can just, like, if he has that attitude, that mindset, he can murder he can. Montrose, Montrose Harrell. Is, then Montrose it, then is it's like... Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dog, so I don't think he gets one. Then it's like, and then they try to probably throw Marcus Morris on him. I think AD at his best would kill Marcus Morris. And then it's like, yeah, it's going to be Paul George or Kawhi. But then you have to worry about LeBron because LeBron's going to do him and LeBron's also going to get other people involved. So it's going to be very interesting. But like I said, I don't think the deal, it definitely helps, but I don't think it makes them favorites. Right. Next question. Next question. Shout out my supervisor, Jack, actually sent me this question. Mr. Jack. Shout uh, out to Jack. And this obviously coming from a Dolphin fan. So he asks. Where will Tom Brady decide to go next season after heated talks with Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick? Belichick. Another Justin fired. Mm, that was, yeah. So, d- is this what you guys do at work? You're just firing off shots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, do, we actually do have a uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, what is it, I guess, like a uh, little, like, uh, group, like an AA group for Dolphin fans. <laughs> <laughs> we just come together and talk. every Monday morning. We talk. He talks about if he's gonna. Some, he, some creative shots. I won't he, he, he talks about that. if he's gonna renew his season tickets. I talk about if I'm even gonna go to a game. We talk about what we're gonna draft. You know, we just. Kinda, yeah, let's talk about Tom Brady. I mean, it's what the people want here, right? I, I think it's interesting. We saw Dana White and his um, uh-huh. his request and his plea. To get Tom Brady, you know, over to the Las Vegas area, new Raiders Stadium is going to be beautiful over there. The weather's beautiful over there. That's one of the possibilities, right? Then you have teams like the Chargers are that odd team that you don't know. Then you have the 49ers. They're saying there are talks of 49ers. Yes, there's talks of Tampa Bay. There's, there's talks of Mike Vrabel who actually FaceTime called him and Julian Edelman while they were at the game. And Julian Edelman is number one recruiter for Tom Brady to stay campaign. And he's in public telling Brady to stay. Brady's acting awkward. I don't think Brady stays because I don't think Brady would be Man, I can't see. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. Right now, it comes down to uh, what he wants. Uh, yes, but what, what does he want? He wants to win the Super Bowl. If he wants to win the Super Bowl, then, he wants then to win the Super Bowl. you he, know damn well he wants to win the Super Bowl. If he wants to win the Super Bowl, then how can we not say his best chance is not staying with Belichick, the right. greatest coach of all time? So this is why I paused. As I think about it, it's like it's one. If of it's about money, players. he's gone. Which which other coach has the most experience besides if he stays with uh, out of the teams that he's out of besides Bay Gruden has a lot of experience out of the teams that he could go to. I don't think he's going to anywhere where he doesn't have faith in that person because, like he said, he wants to win a Super Bowl. So I think if he's going to the teams, he's going to let's put it like this. Do you guys think he wants to win a Super Bowl? Because I do. I've never met a Tom Brady that doesn't want to. And I don't think Tom Brady wants to ride the rest of his career out just. Oh, Tom Brady is better than half of the quarterbacks in the league, so I think. He well, I mean, he did make that comment. I don't think he wants to be better than half the quarterbacks in the league. I think he wants to be the best. Yeah, he wants to be the best. Yeah, yeah, no, no. When I say that, I'm saying like he still has a chance, right? So I think, and he knows that he has a chance. If, so if that's the case, then it has to be with Belichick. So what I'm what I'm thinking is like you know Brady hasn't been in this predicament. You know, this is kind of new, mm-hmm. and he's at the end of his career. Um, 
first of all, we know Brady and Belichick's relationship has always been great in that weird way, right? It, there was the shakiness because of, you know, Brady is a dog and so is Belichick, you know, alpha dogs, alpha males. And then there's, you know, is it a system? Is it Brady? They hear everything. You can tell that, you know, they've had their meetings. But at the end of the day, they've played 20 years together. It's a head coach. It's a quarterback. They're both the greatest at what they've uh, done in their career. So, of course, there should be some type of rift, you know, throughout that tenure. Now, when I say Brady wants to win a Super Bowl next year, I say that with... Like, I truly feel, I, I don't think Tom Brady is going out to put his body on the line, his time on the line, for no reason. I think he needs a legit shot at winning something, winning, winning, winning. And I don't see him going to Oakland and winning, right? I don't no. see him going to Los Angeles Chargers. Um, and they have, they, have a, they have a little chance. They have a decent chance. Yeah, but why, but you, but why would you want to... Okay, the thing about L.A. I don't see that. The thing about the Chargers and, and the Raiders, and it's not even to do with them, but why would you pick one of those teams and be like, yeah, I want to face Patrick Mahomes twice a year and have to compete with Patrick Mahomes for number one? That's another... You know, like, do you really want to do, really do that to yourself? I don't think you want to do that. And then Brady's Especially the type of guy... Especially I think Brady's the type of guy also to kind of just like to stir the pot. And, and play, you know, everybody's bluff. Maybe he wants he wants everybody to think he's leaving. He just wants it. So then when he goes back to the Patriots and they go to the playoffs and they're in the AFC Championship, he's just like, <laughs> you feel me? That, yeah. That's what I think. So if you're asking me where Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will be competing next year, it's going to be in New England. I know this conversation started, hold on, before you time me out, this conversation started with... I don't even know if he's staying, but it rerouted itself. Go ahead. Uh, so if he does stay, I'm I'm pretty sure he has like I know in the back of my mind he's on some shit. Like if I do stay, so what if like the if I do stay, what are those? Like it's like right. do we get another like do we get receivers? Like right. do we do this? Okay. Like, so that's, that's that's the that's the good point. So okay, so I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna pull an audible myself. And I'm going to say this because, uh, obviously, if it's about winning Super Bowls, the, like it's hard to argue against your best chance not being with the best coach in football history. And what you've known. Ar- arguably, what people consider maybe the best coach in all of them, sports. Facts. It's hard to say that not being with that person doesn't give you the best chance to win. But, but with that said... <laughs> Tom Brady, I think, has made it somewhat clear that he wants to get paid. Now, let's run down the scenario. Let's assume that the Patriots pay Tom Brady. They're 12th in this league, or 12th uh, upcoming for cap space to spend in free agency. They're 12th. Now, that's before you sign Tom Brady. Now, if you give Tom Brady a big contract... There's really nobody left that you can go after. Tom Brady. Okay, see, this is my thing with Tom Brady. So people, and don't get me wrong, he's still arguably top five, maybe top five quarterback in the league. But we cannot sit here 
See, I don't know why, but we make these excuses about LeBron James when he doesn't do things that are great or when he loses or anything like that. Tom Brady, people just seem to just blindly devoted and love this man. But let's not sit here and act. Before, let's say maybe three, four, even five years ago, we would literally say Belichick can just pick up a dude off the street. They could have a water boy, and Tom Brady would make him look like a a pro world receiver. That's not the same Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not throwing guys open. He's not just putting the... I mean, he's still feeding them the ball, but he's just not making them better. They're, he's, he's not that guy anymore. He needs pieces around him. He needs talent around him. And I just don't think, realistically, the Patriots can surround him with that. So I think so, he has to go elsewhere. Do you think... Uh, Okay, so answer the question. Like, where do you think he goes? Because obviously the Raiders are going to have money to throw at him. Um, and you know how bad they want him, right? Do you think San Francisco is going to do... I don't think they do it. Go, go crazy. Oh, and, don't. And, and say, Jimmy G, wait, wait, wait. We need a win-win. I don't, but I'm just asking. Don't forget he's been uh, speaking to AB as well. Quote unquote, they said he's. He, they said he's been in contact. So that's another yeah. reason at You may have to look for a team who's willing to pay AB. Who's willing to deal with him? And I don't well. think he's going back to the Raiders. I don't think he's going back to the Patriots. So honestly, like AB, I don't think AB would go back to. The I think. Well, I don't think the Patriots. Obviously, Forty Niners would be best case scenario, but I don't think it's happening. I don't think Kyle Shanahan goes okay. We clearly have the deep, like they have the best defense in the league. Clearly, we have a number one rushing, uh, pass rushing attack, number one defensive line. We have a number if one Jimmy corner. Garoppolo, and, if Jimmy Garoppolo hit that pass to Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, they win the Super Bowl. Yes or no? Yeah. So if Tom Brady throws that pass to Emmanuel Sanders, do they win the Super Bowl? And Tom Brady, no. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady in two five years makes that pass, but I'm just saying. It's 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 a it's a it's a lot to, to, to do and it's a lot. To Me do. personally, I think where he should go and where he will go is Tennessee. I think they're gonna pay Derrick Henry. Um, he has good relationships with Mike Vrabel still. They also too have a top ten defense. They have a nice young piece in AJ Brown. I think they can afford to probably get another piece. Um. Tannehill might leave, but I think that they'll be fine with that because I think they, you know, they're in the they're in the they're in the place to win now. They're not necessarily in a you know wait and see if Tannehill can get you over the hump. Like it's it's time it's time to strike now. Yeah, yeah. Tannehill, like if you guys can do it with Tannehill, you'll find something. I, I think Tannehill played great. No, he didn't. He Dolphin didn't. fan activated. You find anybody? Anyways, no, I'm actually one of the few Dolphins that doesn't hate Tannehill. I actually think, I think he's really exceptional, and I think improved last year. And I told people, yeah, I think last year, he, I, I, I think, think last year he was. Really I knew he was going to beat out Marcus Mariota for the job. I knew it. <laughs> By like week six, I knew he was going to beat Marcus Mariota for the job. That's true. You call. It. If I had to call it out, I would say. I'm gonna say he's gonna go to the Titans. Mm. So J 
James got the Titans. I'm saying he stays put. Justin needs another week. No, we're going to Tennessee. Justin, time for a baseball team selection. <laughs> Here we are. All right, let's get into the last topic. We got uh, Peter. Shout out Peter. Peter Woes. Um, he sent in a topic. And I'm going to pull it up right now. That's why I'm stalling. He said... This is a good one, James. I was actually going to show you this earlier, and I didn't. So I'll get we'll get your fresh perspective on this. I mean, I didn't talk about it with Justin, but I showed him earlier. Um, will or should struggling professional franchises that can't fill their stadium do general admission? Miami Marlins. Remember those shots that Justin was taking that shit? Oh um, no, I still don't think so. Because if you do general admission, I feel like that charges, but that creates a lot of problems. Right. A light and long down the line, because then, like, who's to say that when general admission stops? And then on top of that, you're giving away all all these free seats. Imagine telling, like, like you wouldn't have control of your team anymore, because it's just like, all right, my fans know I suck because the team, everybody's getting in for the free. So just like now that we're good, let's drop the memo to everybody. Hey, tickets going, tickets not free no more, y'all boys. We got a, we got a good team now. So right, like, right, right. Teams do it now, but they don't like, they don't like. That, that's up. not something that the work in the future, if your team is actually successful. And it's not a good look against the league because if you look at the, whatever league that's happening, that league they're gonna look like yo. The fan base of whoever looks at our league are going to know that this is our weekend because they're out telling the public that, yo, we suck so bad, people not even coming in. We let folks in for the free. But no, no, <laughs> it's not for the free. It's what it is is general admission. It's a first time, first, 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 yeah, first time, yeah, first time. Yeah, no. But, so it's, I think it does, it could cause problems. But it's still like a one is. generic price. So, right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, but listen, with problems. But I agree. I mean, it's it's gonna create a lot of problems with like fans maybe being rowdy. But that's something that you should just understand. All right, if you're at a game and you can sit wherever you want, if you get up, why wouldn't somebody feel like they can sit there if nobody's there at the time? You know, if that's one of the issues. And then you know, if you look at like. filling the stadium, you know, you're going to get more people to buy tickets because if you, if you were to tell me that, you know, the Marlins were doing, well, no, never mind. I don't I don't think so because, real quick, if you were to tell me that the Marlins were doing general admission for $30, I'm like, I'm straight. Because, one, you can go to a Marlins game and sit wherever regardless, right? Um, so, I mean, if you're telling me maybe in an uptight security ballpark where you typically can't get this opportunity and, you know, you can see wherever you want. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it cre- creates a lot of – and then it's one of those things where when you look at the NBA, for example, that's very intimate, right? Like the, the fans are right on the court. Um, if you're going to be giving up those seats to anybody, not really with that, right? And I feel like it also depends on which sport it is as well. Like, it also, if you did want – like if you – do want to go about doing that then I feel like it depends on what sport because some teams can probably get away with that shit like the Knicks 
the Knicks can probably get rid of that shit every 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 night of the week. They you know we suck. Yeah. Like you know we suck. But we have like all this prestige about us and shit like that. We can pull that shit off all day. But no, I don't think it'll be good. I do think teams need to stop. I think teams need to make the I think teams are real trash. When they don't have any effort towards making the team actually good, better, right? Because there's teams out there that like their owner doesn't give a fuck about, and it's like not even James Dolan. It's the teams out there that doesn't care. They get like some good talent, use that good talent to bring in the yeah. uh, ticket seats, and then they sell that, not sell that person, but they trade that person, and it's kind of whack because it's like the fan never gets a good team, and then on top of that, you don't care about the actual yeah. sport itself. You care about. <laughs> Your pockets exactly. It's like yo bro You should be fired I feel like teams Should get put on like A time limit Of like how trash The team like But that's what we were Talking about with the Knicks I mean that that We could probably get more Into that next time But I mean You know If 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 The Knicks Ticket sales skyrocket Which I, I'm glad you brought this up Because I screenshot This earlier And it said the Knicks drew their smallest home crowd in more than 13 years last night, just days after their public disagreement. So, if it comes down to a point where money's starting to get touched and, uh, yeah. and stuff, I think then Adam Silver and the NBA step in. Yeah, because you can't have the like the mecca of basketball, the mecca of almost the world. You can't have that franchise in Madison Square Garden not pulling people. The league has to step in. Yeah. He's like, honestly, that's abusive. Abusive power. Abusive power. Yeah. Like you can't get you can't get sensitive in your fucking feelings because a fan is telling you what you need to hear, which is sell the fucking team. You're not doing nothing. You can't kick fans out and like suspend them. Like that's some abusive yeah. power type shit. Honestly, if I was there, I would probably be ignorant and say, no, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> like, right. like you, like you should know why I'm saying. Yeah, it's just like yeah.